This is part two of Hollywood set design. Last time we talked about the Hollywood set design and how to position your leading character for success. Well, today we're jumping into the second part of that. You've already designed your set in the last episode, but in this episode, you're going to step into the role of the star of your movie. Straight from the boardroom to the microphone, I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. Helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. So let's do a quick state of affairs. What's going on with April right now? So you know that I hired a personal trainer and that I signed up for the fitness competition, right? Well, it is officially underway. As of the first, I am knee deep, quad deep, squat deep into the fitness competition and it's it's going okay. It's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. So it's been a great, a great experience. I love my personal trainer. Um, we've we we uh, have some commonalities. He uh, he had a very severe leg injury, um, so he knows from firsthand experience what it's like to relearn walking and use and bending your leg and things like that. So um, it's been really, really beneficial. But I wanted to share a funny tidbit about that. So. The training has been going well. Competition's officially caught, uh, kicked off. But I don't know if you've ever done a fitness competition like this where it's, you know, they measure how much muscle you're putting on, maybe how much fat you've lost, things like that. Well, to start, when you start day one, they got to take photos, right? You're before photos. And in there, it says, in, in, in the copy, it says, come dressed in the least amount of clothes that you're comfortable with, right? I was like, okay. This is kind of interesting. And I just had signed the papers and we're, we're good to go. So it's only when I'm there and um, we're going to that step of, okay, we, we've got to take your before photos that you think, well, wait a second, let me think about this, right? Because I'm signing these photo releases and the gym's got all these releases because, you know, if you've got these really, you know, you know, substantial changes, they're going to want to use, they're going to want to leverage these photos. And the thing about before photos is you only want to show your before photos if the after photos are significantly better than the before photos. That's that's the power in these photos, right? But so... I did not think about this. It's only when I'm signing the photo release do I like stop, put the pen down and I look at the trainers and I'm like, wait, what are you guys using these photos for? Well, we use it for marketing. I like marketing purposes. What marketing purposes? Um, So if I win the competition, they frame these photos and stick them on the gym wall. I've clearly not thought this through totally, but I recognize it for what it is. It's uh, maybe ego getting in the way because, again, you want the after pictures to look completely different than the before pictures. And I go, ah, screw it. So I sign the papers. So I have now signed photo releases uh, for these photos. So what I'm saying is I got to be real focused for the next eight weeks because there's got to be a real big delta before the before and after photos. And I, I share this. It's a funny story. But if you're thinking about doing something like this, don't let 
Stuff like that get in the way of signing up. Don't let, well, I don't know how committed I can be. It doesn't matter. If it's more committed than you currently are, well, then it's a win. It's great if you win first place, but if you're 20% better than you are today, then it's worth it. If you're 80% better, fantastic, but don't expect to be perfect all the time. Don't expect to be, you know, even at 90%. It, it, if it just makes you a little bit better, then it's enough. So, I'm in this competition and I want to be more than a little bit better. But I wanted to share that because if you're on the cusp thinking about something like that or a real, you know, an honest to goodness fitness competition where you're up on stage, if you're thinking about doing something like that, now is the time. It doesn't get easier. I found myself thinking, man, I wish I would have done that 10 years ago. And the second I say a phrase like, I wish I would have done that 10 years ago, I know that the time to do it is now. It would have been better 10 years ago, but the second best time is today. So do it. Just do it. Whatever it is, fitness competition, hiking Machu Picchu, surfing for the first time, whatever it is, just do it. Sure, it would have been great if you learned snowboarding in your 20s, but if you're not in your 20s anymore, all right, well, then learn it in your 30s or your 40s or your 50s. Just freaking do it. Wanted to share some listener feedback that we got recently um, for Pivot Me. So one of our listeners asked, he, he said, I really like that most of the podcasts are very short. And he asked, is that something that you guys do on purpose? Is that intentional that the podcasts are so short? And in one word, yes, it is intentional. So as we go into the interviews, they're going to be longer. It's two people talking. I'm a chatty person. It's going to be longer, but here is the truth. They are designed to be short. They're designed to deliver a very powerful punch very, very, very quick because I wanted it to be on your commute. I wanted it to be while you were in the shower. That just got weird. So yes, yes, Grant, it is intentional. It is designed that way. We keep it short so you can listen to it and get on with the rest. Get on to the business of being you. I'm April Garcia, the founder of the business consulting firm Maven. I'm an international business advisor, performance coach, serial entrepreneur, traveler, mama, wife, and just about everything in between. I've made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I only advise great executives and ambitious entrepreneurs on growing their business, having the right mindset, and contributing more to their world. You've got a film crew following you around and they're filming everything. When you woke up this morning, they hop into the car with you as you drive to the office or take your kids to school. And if that film crew is following you around, what would they find? If they were there this morning when I worked out, did I did I put on a good show? Did I give it my all? If they are filming the way I spoke to my kids or to my husband, would I be proud of what they saw? Did I live with intention? Did I show up as the leading character I wanted to be? To expand on this idea a little further, I'm actually going to pull from what's now become one of my favorite books, The Road Less Stupid. Keith Cunningham talks about this concept, and this is a good resource for us, right? You know you know me and books. Love the books. So Keith Cunningham, he does a four-day MBA, MBA course too, but this, this book is just fantastic. I love the Audible version um, of him. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I highly recommend it um, because like the 
personality comes through. It's just like David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me. Like you have to listen to the audible version of it. So whenever I think of this book, I hear Keith's, you know, book voice saying, go think, you will thank me later. I hope he doesn't hear that someday. Or maybe I hope he does. I don't know. Keith, you and I, let's have a chat. Okay. So Keith Cunningham talks about this concept of you being the CEO of you, Inc. You're the CEO of your company, which is you. This company is you. So then you're responsible. You're responsible for sales, R&D, education, betterment programs, health, finances, quality of relationships. You are responsible for everything. If sales are up, it's you. If sales are down, it's you. If health is a high priority, that's you. And if health is slacking, well, that's on you too. Whether you have good relationships, bad relationships, that's all your management or mismanagement. So in the book, The Road Less Stupid, he frames it in terms of a board of directors watching your every move. So whether it's a board of directors, how how Keith Cunningham frames it, or whether it's a film crew, they have seen everything you did this month. Every phone call you've made, every website you visited, how focused you were or weren't, how you manage your people in your day. They saw the way you spoke to your partner and your children. They saw it all. And what would they say about that leading character? If you're the CEO of You Inc., would you be getting a raise? Would you be treading water? Could you be fired for mismanagement? I'm using this scenario of a film crew or or a board of directors as a way for us to bring our best to the table. It's not a tool to make you feel shame about your behaviors or your habits. I I don't want you to hear that. I want you to hear that this is a way to to bring the best of us out. So what we're doing in this exercise is really twofold. The first part is I'm reminding you to bring your A-game, to level up your activities, your habits, because you're capable of greatness. And it's only when we go on autopilot that we just start surviving or getting through our week that that we're no longer delivering at our best. And I want you to deliver at your best. It's not going to be all the time. It's not even going to be 97% of the time. Arbitrary percentile that I just thought of. It's not going to be that much. But if you are tethered to your goal, if you're tethered to your best habits, and that's one of the things that I want Pivot Me to be for you, is a way for you to be tethered to your best self and be a constant reminder of who you're supposed to be, that best version of you. Let it be a constant reminder of, of your goals and go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what I'm going for. I, I, I kind of clicked into autopilot. And we all do, right? We all, we all kind of just start responding to our triggers. But this exercise is a way for you to level up, to step up. So that's the first part of this exercise. And here is the second part. I'm empowering you. I'm reminding you that the power is in your hands. Do not give it away. Do not blame anyone else. It is up to you if you are the hero of your own story. No one else is playing you. So again, sales up, that's you. Betterment programs going well, that's you. Strong relationships, that's you. But the reverse is true too. Be intentional about the role that you're playing in your life. You set up the design last time. Be really aware of the lead character that you are. 
To wrap up, we talked about the way we can leverage the presence and pressure of a film crew following us around. We did this on the heels of our last episode where we designed the set to be the star of our own show. I want you to imagine this week that the film crew is with you. The board of directors for You, Inc. is watching. I want you to deliver your best performance yet. What's the film crew going to see? What are they about to see the second you hop off of Pivot Me? What are they going to see tonight? When your alarm goes off tomorrow morning, what's the film crew going to be recording? Be proud of what is captured. Show up as the lead character you want to be. Decide now to be the hero of your own story. Is it work? Yeah, it's work. But it's your story. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at TheAprilGarcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.